This is HPR episode 2587 entitled, Cleaning Out Your Digital Gutters. It is hosted by Nightwise and is about 25 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, Nightwise talks about being a geek and his quest to curate the library of his mind. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. there hacker public radio this is nightwise from the nightwise.com podcast checking in for another uh, episode so before we start i want to say thank you for the feedback that i got on the previous episode where people said they enjoyed so much that i was you know doing the podcast talking about tech while painting the house well meanwhile since then we have moved we have taken um we have moved into the house and uh, thus comes the uh, work of having to maintain such a house. And one of the things I'm doing today is I'm cleaning out the gutters from the uh, small building that is in the garden, which are full of leaves. So you'll, uh, as I go along, continue to hear me rattling up and down my ladder as I reach up into those roof gutters. And pull out, I think, a, about a year or three worth of uh, dead leaves because uh, I started to notice that my gutter was actually uh, becoming a flower bed. Things are starting to grow out of it, so I thought, you know, I might just, there's enough dead leaves and crap in here to um, sprout life, which is basically not what this is supposed to be about. But uh, so I'll clean it up so you'll hear me picking up the leaves. And dropping them on the floor. So, um, what I wanted to talk about uh, today is um, something that's been on my mind a little bit. Is that I don't have a lot of time to nerd out anymore. To geek out, to, to work on stuff and, and do stuff. And I, I thought that, the, you know, it's been something that's been really on my mind. I haven't a lot of, had a lot of time to listen to podcasts. I hadn't had a lot of time to read some interesting blogs and you know a couple of days ago I caught myself aimlessly just going through 9gag looking at stupid pictures and uh, a little later actually checking out the Instagram feed of a celebrity when it suddenly struck me my oh my god I'm becoming a norm I'm becoming you know one of those non-nerdy people who consume media content and don't know anything about tech or any don't know anything about the fringe culture that it's you know that is involved with being a geek and uh you know i've been doing the nightwise.com blog for over 10 years now and the podcast although it's been ailing lately and i thought like hey you know i used to be a nerd 
I used to be a geek. What happened? So I kind of, you know, put an intervention on myself where I said, okay, this has got to stop. You're, you're basically consuming um, normal content. You're actually looking at the local website of the newspaper and you're watching. We don't have any cable TV, so I'm not watching drudgery like that. But, you know, all the fringe stuff that I used to watch and that I used to consume and that used to interest me, I just didn't get around to it anymore. And instead, I was, you know, watching crap like uh, like Nine Gag. So I thought, this has to stop. This has to stop now. So I did a little intervention on myself where I said, okay, it's time to geek out again. So um, over the last couple of days, weeks, I've been actively... Um, trying to get my geek back on and, and also thinking about what it's like to, to be a geek, to be a well, be a nerd. Nerds always has a negative ring to it, but I don't think it, it has to. Um, one of the things that I love about being a geek or being a nerd, depends on what you want to call the definitions, is that um, you're into fringe things. You're into niche things. You're into things that nobody actually knows anything about and I've always always liked uh, to do that I, I always loved um, you know reading books that nobody uh, knew about um, I always enjoyed not knowing anything about mainstream stuff like for example the World Cup is going on right now I have no idea I have no idea when if we are playing apparently we are um, I'm Belgian by the way when we are playing, I have no idea. And who we are playing, I have no idea. And what the outcome of that is. Meanwhile, my neighbor has painted his garage door in the national colors. So, and he goes, he's very enthusiastic about it. And he talks to me about it. And I go like, I have no idea. And I enjoy that. You know, I talked to him. I said like, I uh, was on YouTube last night. Watched a documentary about, you know, how robots are cleaning up the nuclear reactor in Fukushima. And he looks at me and he goes like, what? And that's something I didn't have a lot of time for lately. So consuming content as a nerd or as a geek is about finding these niche things that nobody knows about and, and enjoying them, Hor- well, not hoarding them, sharing them to the great, um, you know, baffling norms by telling them about it. But, you know, it's fun. It's fun to, to be reading something that people say, what? Uh, and to choose something that really interests you, not something mainstream or something the media says or corporations say that you have to do. Uh, you know, just something that you, know, you found online. And this can be anything. This, this can be a strange documentary or a YouTuber doing a video on God knows what or uh, finding an, a 60s or 50s sci-fi flick. Sorry, kid next door is having an aneurysm, is, is having an hysteria attack, um, and that's something I've always uh, I've always enjoyed uh, enjoyed doing. Uh, so why stop? So lately, I've been kind of focusing again on you know what am I going to consume? I remember lots of years, a lot, quite a few years ago, I did an episode which was. <laughs> Probably, without bragging, one of the best podcast episodes I've ever did, which was called Curating the Library of Your Mind, where I talked about the art of shaping the information streams around you 
into something that has the highest possible value. Making sure that the library of your mind is well curated enough, you know, stuffed with crap like the latest episode of Big Brother or some trivial video of, um, of uh, an episode of uh, America's Got Talent. You know, mainstream crap. Sorry. Doing crazy things with the ladder here. This is going to be challenging. So, yeah. Um, so, I've been thinking about that quite a bit. And um, been, been, been looking at, at the media that I consume. So, I took a couple of steps that kind of, you know, I listened back to that old podcast and, and reminded myself of a, of a few tips that I gave myself. For example, um, instead of, uh, you know, having you know, having a, a standard start page on my browser, I now launch my web-based RSS reader. I use an app, uh, a web service called InnoReader that uh, allows you to, um, that allows you to, you know, read your RSS feeds online. So instead of, you know, just aimlessly browsing around on the net, you know, while you're on holes or on a phone call or you don't have anything to do, I now uh, actually play it differently. I, you know, go forth and uh, click through the RSS feeds because those are, sorry, information feeds that I've curated. And now I only, you know, instead of surfing around aimlessly and consuming the content that, I don't know, the local newspaper thinks that I should watch, I do something different. I just watch... You know, I read the streams that I've selected beforehand, and um, hear a little loud bang. It's me falling down my ladder here. No, so I'm I'm, I'm deciding what I want to watch and what I want to consume, and uh, so I look at the RSS feeds that interest me when I want to, and a lot of it is going in there. Um, one of the things that I found out is, of course, YouTube is, is, a, is a fantastic source of content, and I absolutely love it. But the algorithm in YouTube tends to, you know, distract you a lot. It also helps you discover new things. But it also is very, very distracting because, you know, you're watching one video, and in the sidebar, there's already this next video that says, hey, you should watch this. And before you know it, you never finish a video. So what I've did, I've done is I've taken all the, uh, Jesus Christ, this, this place is packed with leaves. Um, I've taken all of my YouTube res- uh, this, uh, subscriptions and uh, I've put them into this RSS reader. So I now watch, you know, YouTube from my RSS reader. And it has a nice clean interface. It strips out all the ads and all the extra distractions. You can put it in dark mode, by the way. And um, that really works. That really works very well, by the way. And I just watch the videos that I'm subscribed to. And I don't, if I don't want to, get all of the suggestions in the sidebar, like watch this, watch this, watch this. And that's, that really helps. And um, audio-wise, I've started putting my podcasts in there as well. Because um, having all my podcasts on my phone... That's fun. It's nice. But, um, you know, they tend to go up to quite a bit. 
and then you have this backlog of shows you still got to watch and I only can I only keep the last three episodes on my phone because I don't want to run out of storage so instead of uh, doing that I've also put my OPML I've, I've exported my OPML feed and um, sorry about the rattling noise this is my microphone hitting my sleeve hold on fix it my hands are full of dead leaf gunk so all right um so instead of um keeping everything on my phone i put all of those feeds into my rss reader as well because that really helps me in um that really helps me when it comes down to selecting you know a show from the backlog that interests me without having to you know download it and stuff like that so that also works and those are just, you know, the ways I call my content. Uh, one of the things that I've also found to be very good against, you know, when you're on your phone, at least I'm prone to that, that you, you know, start browsing around and, you know, Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that, which is these, these I know a good friend of the show, Katie Murray, calls them empty calories of the internet, where... You can spend hours on them, but not really learn anything. And I found that to be very sad. I went like, so you don't always have the time to delve into something. So what I've done is, um, what I do is, I have um, Pocket, which is this great app that allows you to bookmark articles. It stores them offline, and you can read them on your tablet and on your phone or on your PC later which is a really great app, by the way. And um, I've got that as the first icon on my home screen. Boom, pocket. There it is. So whenever I'm in a dead moment and I pull out my phone because I'm bored, I go like, oh yeah, there might be an article on pocket here. Um, pocket might not be enough. You know, so the article might be too long. You go like, I can't, I can't watch this right now. So I put Reddit on there, which automatically shows the subreddits I'm interested in which is you know something easy to scroll through without having to you know resort to mainstream content curated by somebody else and um, then I have my my Kindle app on there I have a, a Kindle voyage which I really like and uh, whatever book I'm reading on there I can just you know open up my phone and start reading where I left off because of the uh, the fact that I think the pages and uh, that, that also really helps so yeah um, I've been kind of working on getting away from mainstream curated content and, and getting my geek back on but it's very hard I mean these algorithms like for Facebook and for I don't know nine gag maybe not so much but even so those are those are curated towards, you know, popularity. They, they are really built to, to sink in your attention and your time. And before you know it, you get sucked in for hours on end. And that's why I've, I've really actively deleted the Facebook app and the, um, and the Instagram app off my phone. Because, man, it just sucks you in for hours and hours on end. And it's content that I'm not choosing. I mean, yeah, I can choose my friends on Facebook, but 
gone were the days that Facebook Facebook shows you actually what your friends are doing. They just show you what you think you should be watching. And for all effects and purposes, you're being programmed. I mean, I'm not paranoid. If there is an application that feeds certain information into a system in order to get a designated result, well, that is called programming. And I think that we are being programmed by the algorithms. And if these algorithms are hoarded by people, fine. Uh, but at some point, we don't know what the algorithms are doing anymore. And we're programming society. And we don't even know what the outcome will be. It will just be more of the same. You know, people who fear, who fear, I don't know, immigrants. Uh, they like posts about immigrants doing bad things because they fear it. And then Facebook shows them more posts about immigrants doing bad things and they fear it even more and even more. And then they start hating them. And then, you know, it's 1939 all over again. I'm not being paranoid. I can see this actually happening. And um, social media is dangerous in that effect. So is YouTube. I mean, all those algorithms are pretty tricky. They want to show you more of what they think you like. And you end up in this tunneled echo chamber where you only see one side of the story because the algorithm knows that that's the part of the story you like. And you never, you know, you never get to talk to the other guy, which is, which is sad. But hey, um, so back to the fringes, back to a part where, um, where there are no algorithms, or you have to find out your own geeky stuff in, in niches and corners. So, yeah. Um, as I was saying, pockets on my phone. I've got my RSS reader on my phone. Those were feeds that I curated myself. Those weren't curated by an algorithm or anything like that. Jesus, there's a lot of gunk coming out of these gutters. They haven't been cleaned in years. Um, and... Uh, you know, back to some of the geeky things I'm, I'm, I'm working on and listening to. And one of these things, excuse me, as I'm putting the, the wires on my headphones in a different orientation so you don't get the rustle of my clothes all the time. Um, in one of those uh, regards, I'm uh, kind of working on, I'm, I'm also selecting what I want to read, not only in pocket, but also, you know, the books that I read. So one of the things that I've been um, watching lately, uh, that I've been reading lately, is um, Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson. I don't really like Neil Stevenson's books. I tried a few. And then I started reading Seven Eves, which is about the fact that what happens when, you know, a couple of years from now, with the technology we have at the moment... Um, Earth goes boom, and we have to go into space and find a way to survive. Well, that's exactly what happens. Earth goes boom uh, in the form of um, the moon exploding. And they have to vacate the Earth and, and try to survive as a human species. The book is from a novel. It's brilliant, of course, but give it, give it to the layman. And he'll go like, wait, wait, what? this is what? This is orbital mechanics now? Yes, there is a fair share of orbital mechanics and physics and biology and, and, and even metallurgy and, and 
nuclear power in there and and it's a really geeky book and this is the you know it really reminds me of uh, oh, this is the fringe that i love you know the, the, the that moment when when people ask you what are you reading and you try to explain and they look at you like you're from another planet well that's that's something that i actually enjoy a lot so yeah as for watching um i have the uh, uh, command line app on my Linux machine and on, on some others as well called MPS, uh, called YouTube VL, YouTube Downloader. And I try to curate some um, videos that I download for offline use and watch them later. And uh, I do this because sometimes I'm on the train and my coverage isn't really good, so streaming everything from YouTube directly doesn't always work and sometimes I know I get my sources somewhere else and uh, I want to have them with me offline so I work on that and uh, it's a it's a lot of fun <laughs> um, I am currently watching uh, Jason Scott's five-part documentary on um, on BBS's which is uh, you know the, the for you youngsters, and even I didn't see this. I, this was even before my time. But the dawn of, you know, what happened before the internet. We used to have guys with a computer and a modem in their basement, and going on the internet, well, which didn't exist at that point, meant you know, going towards these guys. You know, go, dialing in into this machine, and um, and watching, and you know, checking out what's on there. A really decentralized internet. Which is, you know, with the current trends of oversight and throttling and scoping and sculpting and controlling. Very interesting concept to think about again. And um, so I'm watching that for the moment, which is very interesting. And that's also one of those niche things. I've kind of gotten into retro computing, which also interests me a lot. Um, and uh, into videos about how to do streaming because I want to do some video streaming again and in all kind of drifting away more and more uh, from those mainstream algorithm driven content rabbit holes like Facebook and Instagram and what have you because as a geek over the last I don't know, 15 years when I started listening to podcasts, my life has changed. I got more knowledge because I was learning new things every day while I was in the car on the way to work. For two, three hours a day, I would be listening to to content, to, to people talking about computer security and networks and, and new, uh, new things that were happening in, in technology today. And this really got me a leg up towards my co-workers who had been watching, I don't know, the latest episode of Big Brother the, the night before. And it actually actively helped my career. So staying away from those content sinkholes that are only there to, to entertain and, and make you docile and instead going for something that were, where you can really learn something with this is not only something that I, I want to do but it's also something I have to do because I have to stay on top of things and you should think about this 
as I'm closing off and I'm throwing out the gunk <laughs> uh, because it makes great fertilizer. And uh, watching my backyard, fertilizer is the last thing we need because this place is packed with small trees. Every single nut and berry that hits the ground here turns into a freaking tree. <laughs> also, a mini forest. Now, as a geek, what you, th- what you should think about is, you know, what's it with you? You are connected to the world's greatest information network. You have the ability to, to watch a lecture on a certain topic given on a university in the other side of the world. All of that you can do with a connection that doesn't cost you a dime, or nearly, and with a flat battery-powered device that you have in your pocket. This will give you access to communicate with anyone in the world and access any public knowledge that, until 30 years ago, or a little bit more, would be unattainable. If you didn't go to Harvard, you never knew what a Harvard lecture sounded like unless somebody decided to put it on mainstream TV. But now you just, you know, go online and watch one. So, you have the power to learn. You have the power to look out information, find out information that is new and that until lately was unbeknown to you. What are you going to do with that power? Are you going to watch cat videos? Celebrity Instagram feeds that are, you know, filled with promotional content and fake uh, advertisements or... Are you going to do something else? Are you going to geek out? I'm very curious to your responses and uh, I'm looking forward to the comments on this episode. My gut is uh, clear. My mind is clear as well. So it's ready for... Well, yeah, cleaning out my gutters has been a metaphor for this podcast. I've removed the gunk. I've removed the Instagram and the Facebook and the nine gag and, and the, the dreary, the empty calories of the internet and, and my, my pathways are clear to process new information. So uh, what gunk can you clean out and how are you going to maintain your digital gutters? This has been Nightwise. See you guys. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.